0: I'm Wendy Mambo, this is 20 or 20, a dominionated podcast where we interview Canadian musicians in 20 questions or Twenty minutes, whichever comes first. This is episode fifty-five, and today on the show, I'm joined by Vancouver-based singer-songwriter Che Amy Dorval. She released her album The Crown earlier this year, and it is a stunning piece of work. Her voice is woven so powerfully all throughout this record, and so gracefully throughout this interview. I'm not even kidding; I would gladly let her host this podcast because her voice is so soothing. Not only that, but she was so thoughtful with her answers. So. We'll give you a little taste of that with one of my favorite songs on the record, Falling Under. And then our chat. So welcome, Che, to 20 or 20. Before we get started, for anyone who hasn't listened to the show before, we have a list of 20 questions, which we're going to ask Che, and she has about 20 minutes to answer them, whichever comes first. Does that all sound okay to you? Oh, cool. Yeah. Sweet. So no rambling. (laughs) (laughs) You can take as much time as you want, because most people don't get through all the 20, but okay, cool. cool. (laughs) So for our first question, where are you from and why do you live there?
1: Okay. Um, I feel like I'm on a time limit. All right. I'm from Vancouver. Um, and I live here. I don't know why I live here. That's a great question. I'm from here. I've lived all over. I found my way back. Um, my dog is here and I share Mm -hmm. my dog with my ex partner. So I like, I can never leave my dog. So (laughs) I'm here. That's kind of, that's the thing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, it's interesting because I noticed that you mentioned that you're a nomad, or at least you kind of go a lot of different places. I mean, when you go somewhere, what makes you feel, you know, at home whenever you're in a different location?
1: Yeah. Um, I think it's just, it's the people. The people make the home, the mm-hmm. community. So if I feel like I have a really good connection with whoever I'm with, then that's that's what home is. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah.
0: Was it always the same for you too when you were growing up? Traveling Yeah. Around? I think
1: so. I think when I was like when I was younger, my my biggest goal was to just leave Vancouver to mm-hmm. be like anywhere but Vancouver, which I think most people feel about their hometown. Um, but then I really, yeah, I, I searched all over for the same sort of connections that I had had then here, and it, it was undeniable that my community was in Vancouver, and so that's that's where home was. Yeah. But, over the years I've like created friendships and like traps all over the place. So I feel like I've got a lot of different homes now.
0: Yeah. Um, and if you are going to move into another location or just to another uh, home, what are three things that you would typically bring with you?
1: Um, what do I bring with me? So my guitar and all my recording stuff, mm-hmm. which is very heavy. <laughs> um, and then, I guess Rufus, my dog, mm-hmm. if there's a plane involved. And then that's, that's it. Those are, that's what I need. Just ready that's to pack and go with,
0: yeah, with all those things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Going back to like your roots, even just like growing up, I feel like that's, when I was reading about it, it intrigued me so much. Touch on that or just. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: oh God. What a <laughs> Um, story. So I grew up and I have I have a, like a great crazy wonderful family and my uncle Pat lived here and like beside me throughout my childhood and he was I looked up to him so much he was amazing he's an actor he's a comedian he was like a drag queen sometimes and for my very first like my first album I did a CD release party mm-hmm. um it was so long ago my oh, god
0: how long ago and
1: was this like a hundred years oh. ago <laughs> exactly <laughs> um and my uncle pat he was the he was like the MC of the night mm. and he dressed as marie antoinette oh my god and i just <laughs> like a gorgeous marie antoinette like stunning um yeah and that's like a really special memory that was a really beautiful night and it was full of like love and humor and all that kind yeah. of good stuff
0: did your uncle yeah. pat, uh did pat do my anything? Boy. For this for this (laughs) album. (laughs) For this? Um,
1: no, no. He actually he didn't. He just this is gonna sound sad, and it is kind of, but it's also kind of not. So I'll explain. Um, he recently he died a couple years ago. Okay. But he got to hear it, which meant a lot to me. So I feel like his spirit is in the album. Yeah, it's very much yeah. Yeah, he helped raise me, so it's yeah, big, that's big really thing, special. All this stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm assuming if if you got to hear it, that it must have been in the works for a pretty long time. Yeah. Um.
1: So I guess he didn't get to hear all of the songs, mm-hmm. but a lot of them. It was done. I guess it was done a couple of years before the pandemic, and then throughout a couple of years after. Yeah. So yeah. it's been quite a journey with this song, or sorry, with this record and all these songs, but. And I, I was actually just thinking about it today. Like if you look at the songs in a specific order, they really do tell a story of yeah. of what life was from then
0: to now. Yeah. You heard some of it. The the
1: songs that matter.
0: Yeah. Has there been an experience that you associate with the album that's been most memorable? Yeah. There's so there's a
1: song called Sleeping Stoned. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like the most stripped back song of the album. Um and I wrote it, I wrote it with my like now husband when we were just getting to know each other over like right before the pandemic mm-hmm. and I lived here and he lived in Belfast and the way we kind of like stayed connected was to like bounce the song back and forth. And so that one stands out, That that that's a very like, that's like a, a piece of time, that song.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And it's cool because in the album version, like that, that is the version. There was no, there was no demo to like redoing it. Like that's the demo.
0: Yeah. And it just came together. Yeah. Do you find that when you're working on something that you're pretty confident with how it's coming together and you don't need to, once it's done, you're ready to go to the next thing? Oh my
1: God. I wish, (laughs) I wish that was my process. It'd be a lot less stressed. That's for sure. No, I think. It depends on the song, mm-hmm. and I, I tend to write something and then leave it for like months and months, and then yeah. come back to it every once in a while. So, so you don't like beat it to death, yeah. but it's definitely not like finished in, in like a prompt amount of time.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think one thing, especially with uh, the crown. Well, I mean, throughout all your albums, it's kind of noticeable, but especially with the crown, it's just your voice of how powerful it is and how. It's. I don't even. It almost want to say like restrained, but it's like very so much control. That's the word. It's just very controlled. Thank you. And so I I was curious. When did you first come to come to know your voice? That's a really good
1: question because it's true. Like, do you sing? No, I don't. I don't know if this is the same for other singers, but for me, I just like you start singing and you you first you're like trying to emulate the people that you love right and then you take as as the years go by you take pieces of them which become sort of pieces of you in your own sort of style and it's it's funny you can listen to this album and then listen to like the very first album and to me at least it sounds like an entirely different human because i think it's just it's just time and like history that sort of weaves itself into your voice um and I completely forget the question. What oh. was the question? Uh, when did you like
0: first come into your own, or like know you know the power oh. of your voice? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I
1: I think I knew like the power of my voice when I was growing up, just like as a kid. But I didn't show anybody because mm-hmm. I was very shy. Um, and then I think I came to like know how to use it like pretty late in life. Pretty maybe in like my early 20s Mm -hmm.
0: yeah it's interesting that you mentioned that you were a bit shy when you were growing up too because you seem so confident or you know fierce through in your work oh wow thank you (laughs) that's an act that's an act you just have to practice it right and
1: and then it becomes kind of real Mm -hmm. sort of I guess it's funny this world is like it's built for extroverts Mm -hmm. so in order to get along, I think you know, if you're a shy child, you have to find ways to to either like hide it or tap it down. Which I don't know if it's a positive thing. Um, I wish we could celebrate the the introverts more and the shy people yeah. and give them more space, right? Mm-hmm. To 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 slowly say whatever it is they're trying to say. Usually, a lot more thought goes into that. Yeah, but it's definitely just it's a it's an act. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Do you, does it feel, um, I don't want to say, uh, I always get scared whenever I'm putting on the very extroverted weedy in front of other people that I'm, you know, not being authentic to, you know, or letting yeah. the the quiet weedy be out front. Do you ever feel like you're not being authentic to the quiet, Jay?
1: A hundred percent, especially recently. But it's it's weird. I've, I've been pretending i'm I'm not afraid and mm-hmm. i'm not shy for so long that that part of me is very real as well yeah um i think that the other side of me is what like close people get to know you know and it's the more vulnerable side and like yeah so they're both they're both real so I, so yeah, i guess okay. i feel authentic but yeah it's strange it's strange how like one person you know we all have so many different very opposing sides to us
0: yeah yeah that's actually a very good reminder because it's it's always uh, easy to tell myself that that's not actually me but you know that's still yeah it doesn't i'm still, not just one yeah
1: yeah it, it definitely takes the pressure off mm-hmm.
0: did music seem like a natural path for you when you were coming up into you know start were there any other things that you kind of wanted to dabble in or still want to dabble in now um No,
1: and I wish I wish there was music can be kind of all like all consuming yeah and it like it feels like a compulsion in a way Mm. like it like even when you want to like just there have been so many times where I've wanted to just not do it because it's not the creating that's the hard part it's like everything else yeah like it's very intense and so I was kind of wish that I had another thing and if if i think about it i love animals so much oh, so yeah. it, it would be in that realm or it would be in like counseling or psychology mm-hmm. or something like that
0: yeah
1: but i i don't have like the energy to i have like i give all my energy to this i don't think i'd have anything left for anything else mm-hmm. so no it was always it was always music
0: yeah really okay we got some fun mm-hmm. questions for you um ah these were already fun so (laughs) i (laughs) know i love it what is your favorite mythical creature
1: okay i hate that this is true because it seems so basic but it's it's unicorn i was gonna
0: okay sorry go ahead i I was hoping it would be unicorn
1: oh god it's unicorns because obviously they're real we just can't see their horns and Mm -hmm. i will i will die on that theory um I had a unicorn collection when I was growing up. I think at like one point I had like, I think it was like 150 unicorns oh or something. Oh my
0: gosh. I have yeah. uh, currently two unicorns on the wall, but they're blown up uh, balloons for the for their for our birthday. But they've been on the wall Aww. for a bit. <laughs> <In the wall. laughs> I
1: love that. <laughs> Very jealous. Uh,
0: would you rather be sticky 100% of the time or too slippery and slip on everything? That's a really, that's a really good question.
1: I think I could use slippery. I think that's an avoidant attachment question, right? (laughs) Like if you look deeply into it, I
0: feel like I feel like (laughs) that's where it came from. I'm like ninety percent sure. (laughs) That makes
1: sense. It's interesting, but yeah, slippery. Like leave me alone. Like everything (laughs)
0: just (laughs) just go. Just yeah, keep sliding, sliding off. All my emotions could just slide off. Yeah, yeah. Nothing would bother me. hundred percent. All of
1: it. Slide through life. (laughs)
0: When was the last time you cried?
1: Oh, like earlier today. Yeah. Like every single day every at some day. point. And it, it can be like happy tears, but most of the time it's not. But mm-hmm. I've I've come to the conclusion that it must be healthy. It's like to, working out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm convinced that there's nothing. I There must be nothing wrong with crying every day. There sure can't
1: be, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> On the crown, you have a song called He Sorta Loves Me. What is something that you kind of sort of love but can't altogether love? That's a good question.
1: These are fun. Um, hmm. I don't I
0: don't know. I love, I
1: think, oh. This sounds shitty, but I think music. Mm.
0: It's a love-hate thing. Yeah. It's a it is. Yeah. What parts of you hate it and what parts of you do love it?
1: Sometimes it, the the parts that I kind of hate, it feels a bit um. Like restraining in a way mm-hmm. it like ties you to something which from the slippery question oh. I mean, we realize realized that i don't want to be tied to <laughs> <I know. laughs> so it feels yeah that feels kind of scary sometimes but i love but it's what sort of like keeps me going yeah. in every way so it's very it's very strange and opposing the
0: yeah. dialectic is it dialectic no, that's the word yeah in honor of the crown. Uh, yeah. I love the, there's always, I love, you know, thinking of hair as, you know, the crown of glory. Um, and I've always struggled to think of my hair as anything glorious. So what is your I favorite think. thing about your hair to, in order uh, to
1: think like um, that? I love, yeah. I've had to do that my whole life too. Hmm. Maybe that it's just different, hmm. you know, that's the thing I used to hate, but yeah, growing into the love of that it's it's unique so it's just truly just me yeah I feel like it's obviously it's a it's a bitch to take care of <laughs> which but all the good things are I guess so yeah. yeah
0: what is one thing that you've been gravitating towards or really that's been making you you know feel you happy or complete? and yeah and, and complete
1: think gravitating towards God. Oh, oh my God. Am I not gravitating <laughs> towards anything? Um. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just like being just a touch more optimistic. Mm. I've never experimented with that. I'm a pessimist to the end, but I've been kind of like seeing, you know, the good bits and the joy poking up, and I've been trying to walk towards it. Yeah, because it's like whatever, like whatever you walk towards, is what your life will be. So that's yeah, it's yeah, that. just positivity.
0: Has there been anything helping you do
1: that? Um, yeah, you know my my husband's like a fairly like solid human, which I like. I don't know how you get to be that, yeah. but it's just seeing him go through life. I'm like, Oh, that's, that's a possibility, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we try that hat on. So I've been,
0: yeah, that like, I think just in Yeah. I love having people, you know, that you want to emulate too. That's a, a big thing. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely a, a
1: sign of like a healthy, like friendship or mm-hmm. relationship or just whatever in your life.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's such a nice there to end on. <laughs> Aw. This was really lovely. Thank you so much. And that's 20. 20 or 20 is brought to you by Dominionated, Canada's best Canadian-only music website, in our opinion. To discover more great Canadian artists like Che, follow us at Dominionated on all social media platforms. Leave us a comment. Who else would you like to see here? And while you're doing that, head on over to our website at dominionated.ca. Our theme song and original music is by Taylor Barrow. And signing off, I'm Weedy Mambo. Thanks so much for joining us. Go and do something nice for yourself today.